us today on episode number 219 of the Real Life Runners podcast. We continue talking today about your running foundation, mind, body, and skills. Today we're talking about skills, specifically effort levels and pacing, and the importance of easy running as the foundation of everything that you do in your training plan. We'll talk about why easy running is so important today. This is the Real Life Runners Podcast, and we're your hosts, Kevin and Angie Brown. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get running. All right, so before we jump into today's episode, we just want to acknowledge the new members of our five-day running challenge and also the, the returning members of yeah, our plenty challenge. Plenty of returners. Yeah, we've got plenty of people that have come back and done it for second, third, fourth times and seem to gain new things every time they do it, which is super cool. Well, yeah, we always do a little little change up slightly on the challenge sometimes, but there's even on a complete repeat challenge, people are always gaining new stuff about their running. Well, I mean, like anything else in life, right? Like sometimes you don't catch everything the first time around, right? Which is why we tend to repeat ourselves on this podcast. We tend to talk about a lot of the same things, but we talk about them in different ways because we really want you guys to understand how important all of this stuff is for you to be able to achieve your goals in running. And you know, today we're talking more about that running foundation. We started talking about it last week when we talked about the mind and our our mind's ability to control um, our thoughts and our body and everything that we do in our running and in the rest of our life. And today we want to dive deeper into the skills aspect of our real life runners training method, specifically effort levels and pacing, and even more specifically, easy running because. Quite honestly, easy running is the foundation for all of your training. Right. If you if you haven't figured out how to run at a nice, comfortable, relaxing pace, you're very quickly going to, I don't know, tire yourself out well, mentally yeah. and physically. Yeah, because pushing too hard on every run is really the recipe for exhaustion, burnout and injury. And this is where so many runners find themselves and especially the runners that come to us and you know start working with us. Most runners, when they go out, they start running at like a medium to moderate level. That's just most, like, that's just the most common thing. Like, if you ask a runner, if you've never really, like, followed a set training plan or worked with a coach, or maybe you're new to the podcast so you don't really understand our method, you probably go out and if you were to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10, just say, like, how hard was your run that day? Most runners say, like, a five or a six. Okay, this is this is runners across the board. We do this every year with our cross-country team. We do it with all of our new runners. We do it with our runners inside the five-day running challenge. That's day one is teaching runners how to assess their effort levels on their just normal run. And most runners go out at that, e- at that um, medium to moderate pace just naturally. Because it seems normal. It right. seems like that's where you should run. Like, uh, I mean, if I ran harder than that, then I'd have to stop really quick. If I run easier than that, I'm, I'm probably not getting any benefits from probably it. Probably not getting any benefits, right? But what we're telling you today is that easy running is where you get so many benefits. And we're going to go through all of those today, okay? Because pushing hard, you know, when even if you're pushing at that medium pace, that is too hard to go every day. And that is why so many runners just end up like searching for motivation on and off the bandwagon. You know, if, if you've ever experienced that where you just don't want to go for a run, like you, you're looking for motivation or you have to feel like you, you need to sign up for a race, right? So that you'll actually go out and run every day or you'll go out and run and train regularly. It's be probably because you're pushing too hard and you have lost some of the enjoyment of running, which is one of the amazing benefits of easy running. Yeah. I mean, that's, 
really one of the reasons why you want to go out and run is because you find it enjoyable. Like if you don't find it enjoyable, there's lots of other ways that you can exercise. Right. So let's, let's get into, you know, the, the episode today. So let's start off with number one, what is easy running? When we talk about easy running, we are talking about something called the rating of perceived exertion or RPE. So this is basically just asking yourself on a scale of one to 10, how hard was your run today? So that's kind of going back to last week and bringing some mindfulness and some awareness to what right. you're actually doing. It's, it's it's running and actually thinking about it as you run, not just blindly running down the street and you're like, I don't know, this is the pace that I run, but thinking. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of workout calculators out there, you know, sure. that if you have a goal race in mind, then your easy run should be between this pace and this pace, and your tempo run should be between this pace and this pace. But we really encourage our runners to tap in and start understanding their own body, right? Understanding that easy running on one day when you are well rested and well fed and things are going well in your life and you have little stress is not the same pace as easy running on a day where you're lacking sleep, you haven't eaten or fueled your body well, and you've got tons of other stress in your life from family and work and all the things, okay? Those paces are going to be very different, um, you know, when you go out to run and actually feel what easy is right so there that's an issue with trying to you know look at whatever chart you can find somewhere right. there's all sorts of charts and tables all over the place it's like oh well my goal pace is a two-hour half marathon so it says my easy pace must be between this and this and right. it gives you a nice you know neat little range which is some of them don't even give ranges some of them are like your easy pace is 10 30 <laughs> okay yeah there's there's always a range involved but you know, there's there's another way of training. People train based off of their heart rate. They're like, oh, well, I have to keep my heart rate under this level. That way I know that I'm training easy enough. And there's something to be said for that. But there's also something to be said for just actually tapping into how you feel on mm-hmm. that day. And that helps take into account weather and, like, the terrain that you're running on also. Well, it also helps you to build trust with yourself. And yes. I think this is what a lot of runners lack as well. Like, we don't trust ourselves to actually assess that we are running easy. We're constantly questioning ourselves. Like, I'm not sure if that was easy. And it's like, well, did it feel easy? And you're like, <laughs> um... Yeah, I think so. I'm not really sure. It's like we have lost touch with ourselves, with how running actually feels in our body. Like we have so many devices and technology nowadays, which are amazing. And those things are fantastic to help give us some insights into our running, right? Like the the watches that give you all the statistics and all of these things. But a lot of times we see it, you know, that when we rely too much on those external sources, we can lose touch with our internal messages that we're getting from our own body. Right. If if you're getting so much data from your watch that you're not even sure what half of it means, do you really need to, to dig into all of that data? I mean, they've got watches that are telling you or you can put... F- you know, pods on your feet and it like, it tells you how much power your tendons are expressing and which foot you're landing harder off of mm-hmm. and like how long you're in, in contact with the ground. Unless you know what you're doing with all these numbers, it's a lot of just numbers being thrown at you and then you just tend to ignore all of it. Well, and, and, you know, my argument again is that it helps us, it, it causes a lot of people not to trust themselves, to only trust those devices, right? So when we talk about easy, what we're actually talking about on that scale of one to 10 is a level two, okay? And oftentimes when we tell this to runners, like this is day two of our running challenge, we talk about what L2 is and why it's so important. People are floored. You know, they're like, seriously, you want me to run in an L2? I can't run that slow. Or I'm already a slow runner. How can I run even slower, right? That they start getting into the judgment, which we'll talk about later in the episode but 
this should be a level two out of 10, which is a comfortable conversational pace. Like if you are running with someone, you can easily hold a conversation and not feel out of breath. If you're running by yourself or hey, even with somebody, you were able to sing, you know, a full line of the Star Spangled Banner or your favorite song, like Let It Go. Perfect. Right? I mean, these are some of the things that you can do without feeling totally out of breath if you are running easy enough. So for some people, this might be a really easy jog or an easy run. And for other people, this might be a run walk. Right. And that's where a lot of people get thrown off of like, oh man, I'm, I'm already a pretty slow runner. How am I going to pull back to a pace where I'm having conversation? As soon as I start running down the street, I feel completely out of breath. It's like, well, slow it down from there and plan on taking walking breaks. Right. And there's nothing wrong with run walk. The run walk method is a fantastic method for newer runners or for runners that are just looking to improve their endurance. Like even if you've run for a while and you've always been able to run say 30 minutes straight but by the end of that 30 minutes you're just totally exhausted you might want to try a run walk for a little bit just to build up your endurance to and get some of these other benefits of level two running that we're going to tell you about today yeah if you if you've always gone out and you're like i I run for 30 minutes that's my limit because by the time i hit 30 i just feel exhausted you've capped your running at 30 minutes so you can't run any sort of race that goes beyond that like if you open up the world of being able to add in walking breaks to it, now suddenly your races, you just, you took the cap off of them. You right. can do whatever you want. Right. So let's talk about why easy running is so important. Okay. So there are tons of physiological benefits and then also a lot of mental benefits from easy running. So first the physiological. So number one, the easier you go, the longer you can last, like you just said. Yes. Which you know makes great sense. If you're not going all that fast, or you're taking regular walking breaks. You can just go longer and longer. And the more time you spend running or run walking at this nice, comfortable pace, the more of the rest of the physiological adaptations you can get. Mm -hmm. Like if you get some benefits from going for 30 minutes, you're going to get more benefits from going for 40. But if you're exhausted after 30, you can't get the extra 10 minutes of physical benefits. Right. So easy running also just feels better on your body, right? It just like, it's easier to go out there. And like Kevin said, you know, you can last longer when you're starting to feel better. Like you don't feel like you just need to lie down and take a break afterwards. Right. And then my favorite one, it increases your mitochondrial production, Mm -hmm. which is fun because they're the powerhouse of the cell. They're the powerhouse. Right. So the mitochondria are a little part of every single cell in your body, and they are essentially the little energy powerhouses. They are the things, the parts of the cell that produce and convert energy. Okay. So when you are doing easy running, your body is actually able to produce more mitochondria. So you literally have more essentially powerhouses, you know, energy production plants in your cell. If you think about like, you know, little powerhouse power plants throughout your cell, you actually get more of them in easy running, which increases your capability to produce energy in your body. Right. Because that's what they do. They basically, I mean, a little oversimplified on biology 101 here, but basically food goes in Blood transports it to mitochondria, it converts into usable energy for your body, and your muscles do things. Right. So you get more mitochondria, and your muscles are able to do more things. That is a very simplified version of it. Oh, very simplified. Another physiological benefit you get is increased capillary production. Now, capillaries are small blood vessels in your body. So there's arteries, and arteries go into smaller blood vessels, arterioles, and blah, blah, blah. There's lots of different, like... um, networks of blood vessels in your body and the capillaries are 
the smallest blood vessels. And those are the ones that actually get into the muscles and the smaller aspects of the body. So you're actually increasing capillary networks in your muscles, in your body, you know, throughout your entire body, which allows for improved blood flow. And your blood is the thing that brings oxygen to the working muscles. It brings the, that energy, right? The glucose that your, um, the food that your body's breaking down or fatty acids that your body is mobilizing brings those into those cells, into the mitochondria so that you can produce more energy. So you're literally improving, when you improve the blood flow, you're improving Improving your abilities to um, transport oxygen, also to get rid of waste products as you're exercising, right? So there's so many improved benefits of, you know, capillary production in your body. Right. So if you've got these mitochondria, you've got your power plants all over the place, but you don't have any roads taking things to the power plants yeah. or away from the power plants, you have worthless power plants. The capillaries actually help bring the energy in, transport the energy out, transport the waste product out. They help move everything all over the place. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, they're, they're not, the highways. they're the highways, yeah. but they're not, they're not the highways. The highways are like your veins and arteries. They're like the little tiny side roads that actually get you directly to the plant. They're mm. the driveways that actually take you into all the little plants once you've like turned off of the highway. And there you go. So easy running also allows your body to keep up with waste production. Okay. So like if you're exercising at an easy enough level, anytime we exercise, anytime we do anything in our body, we produce waste. Okay. This is like when we produce energy or convert energy, there are waste products that are produced in energy metabolism. This is how the body works. And so when we are producing energy and able to kind of clear out those waste products at a faster rate or at least the same rate, we don't get as tired, right? So we can keep moving and, and we're good to go. When we exercise too hard and the waste products start building up faster than our body can get rid of them, that's that becomes a problem. And that's why a lot of runners are not able to go longer distances because there's just too much waste accumulation. Right, because the waste accumulation triggers messages to your brain that says, hey, you feel tired. Like the waste doesn't exactly cause the tiredness, but it helps send chemical signals to your brain that says... We, we're going to oversimplify everything on this Right, one. of course. Yeah. So basically you build up all this waste product and the waste product sends a message to your brain that says, um, now you're tired. You're definitely tired because look, we've built up all of this waste product, so you must be tired. So if you have a system going in place that you're building up your pile of junk at the same rate that you're getting rid of your pile of junk, you never build up this excess waste and you never get that message of I'm super tired being sent to your brain. Right. And so when you don't have all of this waste, then that means you also don't need a lot of recovery time after these kinds of workouts. Okay. When you run easier, you don't need like a ton of recovery or really any recovery depending on how if you're actually going at this easy l2 pace you don't really need recovery from this no your l2 run is a recovery run right. in many cases like if you're running many many days out of the week you don't need an off day you can simply have like a shorter l2 run and then you know as, as long as you keep it l2 as long as you keep it l2 right and you don't jump into something that's over your head like if you're running three days a week suddenly you can't jump to six days a week just because it's all l2 like that's probably just too great of an increase in volume and setting yourself up too yeah we, we never want to increase too much too soon or too often right so those are some of the physiological benefits of easy running Let's now talk about some of the mental benefits of easy running, okay? So number one, it's just more enjoyable. Like it does not <laughs> require 
the same level of focus and concentration as some of like the medium to moderate runs. Like when you're out there running at like that tempo pace or like that medium pace, a lot of times it requires a lot of focus to be able to continue to push yourself. In an easy run, you're not really pushing yourself. You're just out there running and you can actually just sit back and enjoy that run. Yeah, we'll come back to this one in a little bit of the challenge of easy running because running at an easy pace is only a really easy activity mentally once you get good at it. Because you don't have to push constantly throughout your run, but when you first start running at an easy pace, it kind of takes a little bit of concentration to actually go easy and not accidentally fall back into your comfortable medium effort. Yes, you make a very, very good point. At the beginning, it does take a lot of concentration to kind of pull yourself back and make sure that you are running at that easier pace. But once you get used to it and do it time after time, it will become a lot more relaxing. It took me a little while to actually get this. I found it more relaxing to run at that slightly faster than easy. I don't think I was quite going to L5, but I was definitely pushing faster than I needed to. Mm -hmm. And that was my comfortable pace. And it took a lot of concentration and focus to go back to the easy pace, which sometimes going on a run that takes a lot of concentration and focus that uses all that mental energy, but doesn't use all the physical energy is also a a pleasant run. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can be for sure. So why is, that's like a perfect segue. Like why is easy running so hard for so many runners, okay? We want to talk, like, dive into a little bit of this mindset right now because it really is a mindset issue, right? Like, if you think about it, we're telling you to, like, go out and run easy. Like, that should be great advice. You'd be like, sweet, I'm going to go out and run easier, right? But why do so many runners have a hard time with this? Well, I think there's there's a few different ways that you could have a, a major issue with it. One of the big ones that comes up is people get into running coming from another sport. Mm -hmm. And in whatever other sports you do, running is always the faster you do it, the better you're going to be. Mm -hmm. And maybe that sport was like 20 years ago. You know, maybe you were a high school athlete or even a college athlete and you decided to pick up running in, in your 40s or 50s. But you still have that mentality of, you know, pushing harder is always better or, you know, all out everything you've got, you know, no pain, no gain. And this works in a lot of sports, right? Because there's a different work to rest ratio. Like if you're playing basketball, you sprint down the court and you you play some defense, you're on, and then you kind of stop. And then you, you know, go down to the other end of the court. There's, there's running and then there's kind of standing around and walking or kind of shuffling around. It's, it's, different levels of intensity and different varied levels of intensity. Whereas when you're in endurance running, long distance running, you're trying to maintain an intensity for a long duration of time. Right. It's a different skill than on a basketball court, on a soccer field, where there is plenty of running up and down the court, but you run down the court in basketball and then you got to like fight for position. You're not moving as great of a distance. Maybe you're kind of like staying in one spot and just trying to like hold your position defensively on a soccer field. You just kind of like float off to the wing and try and get yourself open. And then you like surge real quick and try and cut towards the ball or cut to an open spot. There's lots of different moves. When you're a a long distance runner, the key is just maintaining that effort for a really long distance. It's it's a different way to train, and so you have to, you know, train differently. Yeah, it's a different mentality, but that can explain why this is so difficult, you know, to wrap your head around going easy because in whatever sport you might have might have come from, that's not usually the way that your coach told you to play. 
No, almost every coach is always going with the, if you can push harder, that's going to be better. Mm-hmm. Even at the like beginning of the season where you're really just trying to get in shape for it. You know, I've watched the soccer team and the basketball team at my high school go off in like their very early preseason, even before the season begins, they're like optional workouts and the coach just has them go out and run and they'll have them like do sprint liners back and forth mm-hmm. until they drop. Right. And it's like, well, that's not really going to get them in the same shape that you need them or the fastest way to do it, or I mean, the safest, most injury-free way of doing the it. The football players yesterday were doing four-second sprints. Yes. Like, I, it was like 10 yards. I was like, what? okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so that is one, you know, coming from other sports, okay? That's one reason that a lot of runners do find this difficult. Another reason that runners can find easy running difficult is that they get into running with a, a weight loss mentality, right? They're trying to get that maximum calorie burn, and they find that... You know, well, if I want to push harder and and maximize my calorie burn, I need to just keep pushing more and more and more. It doesn't make sense for me to run easy. Yeah, because running easy would essentially be a waste of your time. Right. Like if I push harder, I can burn however many calories per minute. If I push easy, I burn fewer calories per minute. So why would I not push as hard as possible every day? My goal is simply to burn calories. Right. And the other reason this is so um, difficult for a lot of runners is that comparison mindset, right? You're constantly comparing yourself either to someone else that might be a runner, you know, maybe you have a friend that was running before you and you kind of get into running. So you wanted to, you want to run with them, but that person's been running for 10 years and you're brand new, right? So you're trying to keep up with someone that is at a different level than you are, or you're comparing yourself. Maybe you used to run in in high school or in college um, or in your twenties and you know how fast you were then. And and all of a sudden you um, get back into running in your forties and fifties and you're not at that same level, but you think you are and you try to be. (laughs) Yes. Is you always try and be, or, you know, maybe you, even if you, you realize there's different effort levels, you think that you can recover quicker Mm -hmm. or that your recovery pace and your recovery effort still match the same way that they used to right. 10, 15 years ago. Like, oh, no, no. I've, I've learned about easy running before. My easy running pace is this. Okay, but your easy running pace was that 10 or 15 years ago. I mean, that even, pace might not be the same. Even five years ago, sure. right? Like, even two years ago. Like, who knows what has changed in your life since then, right? Especially those of you that have had babies. You know, like, you produced a human being. Like, <laughs> you might not be at the same level as you were pre-baby. You might be a little bit slower. Who knows? Maybe you're, you're faster. Maybe you feel, things feel fantastic. But... It's different either way because your body has completely changed. Yeah, one way or the other, it's certainly going to be a different experience because your body's gone through a whole heck of a lot going on there. Right. So when we come from that comparison place, you know, that is another reason why people end up pushing too hard because they're judging themselves, they're judging themselves against other people, you know, which kind of leads into our next point here of, you know, what are some of the things that get in the way of keeping easy runs easy? And, And that's really the number one thing is judgment. Yeah, judgment. Uh, I, this was a big thing when I was trying to flip from going too hard to going too easy. Mm-hmm. Anytime I would see another runner out on the path, oh, there's somebody else on the sidewalk. I should go catch them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to go catch them. I don't know who they are. I have no idea what they're doing. Maybe they're in the middle of a speed workout. Right. I don't know what's going on. I don't need to catch them at all. Mm -hmm. It's my easy day. And so if it doesn't feel easy to me, then it's not an easy day. You know, maybe I saw that person at the last race and we actually raced similar times. Okay, that still doesn't mean I need to go catch them today because they might not be doing the same thing I'm doing. That comparison to 
anybody around you is really not going to help benefit you. And that comparison to you from a previous year, previous years is not going to do anything. And that comparison to this crazy ideal that you've created of yourself off in the future is also probably not the healthiest comparison either because you're you're striving for it, but you can't keep negatively comparing yourself to where you are. Like that negative comparison, I think, is is the biggest thing. Striving towards something is a very positive experience, but negatively comparing where you are to any other situation around you is is not a healthy long-term outlook. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially self-judgment, right? You're judging yourself negatively against either a past version of yourself, a current version of someone else, or a future version of yourself that you haven't achieved yet. And when you do that with that negative comparison, like Kevin said, that's where it becomes problematic. And that's what leads a lot of people to push too hard, right? Because again, going back to that old mentality of no pain, no gain, or pushing harder is better, that mentality, those thoughts are really what make easy running so difficult for so many runners. And some runners, they'll like try it for a little while. And they're like, yeah, I tried that for a little while. It didn't work out for me. Didn't work for me. But like, then they go back to pushing all the time and they end up on that same, you know, inconsistent bandwagon where they're they're consistent for a little while and then they fall off because they are burnt out or injured like we see it all the time yeah but at first it seems like easy running is not gaining massive benefits because you can't see them quite as quickly as the benefits you get from like speed work like if you go out and you're like you haven't been running or you've been doing all like medium level effort and the change that you put into your routine is adding a whole bunch of extra hard running into it You're going to be tired, but over a pretty short period of time, you might see some payoff. Yeah, before your body decides to break down. Right, but before that happens, you're going to see some payoff. So you're like, this, this is the answer. Look at how quickly I improved. Whereas if you add in extra slow running, you're not necessarily going to see as big of a payoff as quickly. Mm -hmm. The thing is, over the course of a couple of years... If you focus on your easy running, you're going to be able to maintain your consistency. So instead of taking a step forward and a step back and a step forward and a step back, it's not a plateau that you're on. It's just a continuous up and down step that you're never climbing anywhere. You take one step up and you just get injured and fall back. You take one step forward, you burn out and fall back. You're never actually progressing anywhere. The consistency that you can actually maintain by having such easy running throughout allows you to just continuously climb. It's never a giant, quick, steep step that is like, wow, look at this massive thing I did. But over the course of a year of consistency, from one point to the next, it does look like a massive step. Yeah, but the other thing about it too is that the easy running, when you go easy enough on your easy days, then you can actually go harder on your hard days. So if you're the kind of person that you know, you're looking at those hard days of those speed workouts, you're like, this is what's making me faster. You're right. It is, but you can't push yourself hard enough to continue to get faster if your easy days aren't actually easy because if you push too hard and then the other days are more of that medium, then you're just going to keep breaking your body down and you're going to end up in that injury cycle again, right? So the easy days will allow your body to recover enough so that you can push hard on those harder days and gain those benefits of the speed workouts because you're right. Like this is what we say, you know, when we say that like run slower to run fast, it doesn't make any sense. But we say that because A, when you run slow, you build up this aerobic base that we were talking about before with 
you know, improving your, your blood flow, your energy production, it, it actually imp- improves your body's ability to use different energy sources as well, okay? Like mobilizing fatty acids to use fat as fuel instead of just depending on carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are still your main fuel source, but you're going to depend on them less because your carbohydrates um, stores in your body are limited. Fatty acids and your fat stores in your body are pretty much unlimited depending on who you are. But most of us have plenty of fat stored on our bodies, you know, and I'm talking about normal people at a normal body weight, not like, I'm not talking, saying that all of us are overweight by any means. I'm saying that we just, our body has plenty of fat to, because fat can lead to a longer term energy production. Yeah. You also get more, more energy out of a little bit of fat than out of the same amount of carbohydrate. Correct. Yeah. So by tapping into those easy runnings and having your body go like get all of those physiological adaptations at those slower paces, you can then take advantage of all of those things at faster paces and be able to push harder and run faster when you are doing those hard days. Yeah. And that's one of the selling points to people of like, I don't want to do easy running because that doesn't seem like it's going to be all that fun. I actually really enjoy when I can go faster. Okay. Well, have you felt like you're able to get faster and faster over your runs recently? No, I feel like I've reached a plateau. Okay. Try going easier on easy days. And then see if you blow through that plateau mm-hmm. because you're actually recovered when it comes time to do your next hard workout. Right, right. So there's a lot of self-judgment involved. Um, and there's also a lot of worry about the judgment of others. You know, I see this of like, you know, people that want to keep up with their friends or maybe they're a part of a running group and they're like, well, I don't want to keep, I don't want to go slower. I don't want to go easier because then I won't have anyone to run with or my friends will judge me or they'll, they won't understand why I'm doing this. And quite honestly, honestly, let them, like if, if they, if they want to judge you, let them judge you. You know, I did a little Instagram reel about this the other day. Like if people, if you're, if you run fast, people are going to talk about it. If you run slow, people are going to talk about it. So just run your pace. You just do you and let them talk, let them judge, let them, who cares, right? If you, your running journey is yours. And so if easy running is the key for you to be able to run longer and stay more consistent and get the results that you want to have, then they'll probably start talking about that too, right? They'll probably start seeing your improvement and being like, oh, maybe there is something to this easy running thing that she's doing. Yeah. I mean, there's also the other aspect of this of they're probably not actually judging you because they're so concerned that you're judging them. Like most people are not actually out there casting judgment upon all of the runners. Runners in general are are a very supportive environment of whatever pace that you're going. Absolutely. And if they want to judge you, let them. Sure. Right. Like, but but most of the time they're probably not. Most of the time they're probably not. And if they are, go ahead and let them because it's not, their judgment is not really part of your running journey. Yeah. It's, it also doesn't determine your effort levels. Right. You get to determine your effort levels. That's the power of it. Which is fantastic. And, you know, so ultimately you cannot get faster and maintain that consistency until you understand your easy effort. Okay. What is easy effort? What is easy running for you? Once you understand that foundation and you decide that you are going to embrace that and train the majority of your runs at that easy pace, the rest of your running is going to improve by so much. Okay. It's going to be more enjoyable and you're also going to be getting a lot better results. 
Right. Well, those two kind of go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. When running is more enjoyable, you're able to be a whole lot more consistent. Yeah, we've talked about the consistency from less wear and tear on the body because you're not pushing quite as hard. But what about the improvement just because you're having fun? Like, you don't need crazy motivation to get out the door if, one, the run's not going to be so physically taxing, Mm -hmm. and two, you're just enjoying it a whole heck of a lot more. Now your consistency is just getting better every single day, then you can add in the other things of the faster stuff that you also find fun. And now you're just playing out there as you run. Like easy runs, those are fun. I'm, I'm getting faster and that's fun. I do some fast runs. These are fun. Everything is fun. So you're not trying to like struggle to find consistency. You just get to go out there and do what you enjoy. Love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that what we all want? It's really what we're going for we here. We all want to have fun. We all want to be healthier and more fit human beings. We all want to enjoy ourselves and we all want to feel good in our own bodies. Yeah. And easy running is a foundation for that. Okay. So go out and find your easy pace. Make it that comfortable, relaxing, conversational pace. Do the majority of your running there and you will reap the benefits. You will absolutely get results in your life. We can guarantee it pretty yeah, much. Yeah, no, that's, that's a solid guarantee. All right. And one last quick announcement. We will be opening the doors to our new and improved Real Life Runners Training Academy next week on October 4th. So get yourself on the wait list so that you can finally find a program that will help you to train your running foundation, your mind body and skills for success. If you want to run faster, run longer, feel better and do it all without injury, our real life runners training method is the program for you and the academy will teach you exactly how to apply that to you, to your life, to your running because you are an individual and you need a program that you can tailor to you. And that is what the real life runners training academy is all about. So if you want to get on the waiting list so that you can be the first to know when enrollment opens for that, head over to real RLR trainingacademy.com. Sorry, I started to mess that up. Again, it's RLR trainingacademy.com. Get yourself on the waiting list so that you will be the first to know when the doors open for that. This program is like no other that you've ever experienced. We walk you through lessons on how exactly to train your mind, how exactly to train your body with strength training, mobility work, nutrition, recovery, um, how to train your skills with effort levels and pacing and running form and breathing. We cover all of it. We also go deep into setting running goals and then how to create a training plan that will help you to achieve those running goals while taking all three of those areas into account. Yeah, really we're transforming you into a heck of a running coach for yourself. Yeah, so get yourself on the waiting list, rlrtrainingacademy.com. Get yourself signed up today. All right, as always, guys, thank you so much for spending this time with us. This has been the Real Life Runners podcast, episode number 219. Now get out there and run your life. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out the Real Life Runners training team. It's our monthly coaching program where we take all of this material, we apply it, and we take it to the next level. We teach you how to train your mind, body, and skills for true and lasting success in your running and your life. We offer customized training plans, live coaching calls, and one-on-one coaching, along with our proven system to help you transform into the runner you want to be and achieve your goals. 
Come join our team over at realliferunners.com forward slash team and start to truly run your life. We'll see you there.